up, squad? It's Maddie, aka Mads Tads on Instagram, as some of you probably know me better that way. I'm so excited you stumbled upon my podcast so I can take you outside the four walls that is SoulCycle and into the world beyond the bike. Former Hollywood executive assistant turned master instructor at SoulCycle, I'm here to tell you all the wild stories that took me on the journey to get to where I am today and hopefully how we're going to get to our next best versions of ourselves. Stick around. It's going to be a wild ride. This is Mads Tad's Beyond the Bike. What is up, squad? It's another week in the books. Seriously, can't even can't even believe it sometimes that it just keeps going on and on and on and we go on and on and on and on and again and again and again and we just keep showing up. Wild. Episode 14. Lordy. Well, after last week, I'm totally wondering how you felt about running your own race and how that played into your everyday life. I'm hoping that it helped you in some way to stop comparing yourself to others and constantly looking at everybody else's highlight reel and just living in that life of comparison because I think that when we do that, it's just no good for us. It doesn't serve us any purpose and it doesn't help us get to what our goals, dreams, and wishes are and it doesn't help us bring that into our universe, aka manifest it. So hopefully you thought last week, gave you a little insight, and I was super jazzed after my 1045 class, which was insane, and I had another insane week of classes. I subbed a bunch. I did an event. I just feel like I've been in a little bit of a washer machine of life, meaning like, you know, like, well, you know a washer machine, obviously. Gosh, I hope so. Uh, What? What, Mads? Um, I'm thinking more like, the ocean. If you've ever got gone in the ocean, again, I don't know where you're listening from. If you don't live near an ocean, I'm sorry for that. But I think of sometimes uh, when I was younger, I would get caught underneath the water and you don't know like which way is up and you're like grabbing for air or sand or whatever just to figure out where you are in life. And I kind of feel like this week felt a little bit like that. And it wasn't necessarily a negative thing. It was just like a actuality of what was going on. That said, I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about this week because, you know, every week, some weeks it flows and some weeks I feel like I struggle with words of inspiration and it's very much aligned kind of how I feel about Soul Cycle. There are weeks and classes where I feel like the heavens open up and Jesus comes down and I like am filled with spirit and the words are impeccable and amazing and then there are other classes that I just sometimes feel like it's work. And I feel like everybody goes through that and has very similar, probably, experiences in their life, be it whatever their line of work is, whatever their line of, I don't know, activities. I'm like work and pleasure. That was going to sound really weird. But I guess a huge takeaway from this week was how to just show up as the best version of you. That's something I talk about a lot. It's something I say a lot in class is how can you show up as the best version of you? That was a huge theme for my week, trying to just be super conscious of the way I was showing up, the words that I was speaking, my emotional intelligence, and really try to see the best and brightest of every situation that was thrown at me. 
and also come from a place of gratitude and understanding for anyone else in anything they might be going through. And that takes a very high level of vulnerability and really just getting super almost intricate and intimate with your thoughts and emotions and how you feel and and really bringing it back down to like ground zero of of your insides like who you are and how you show up so a question I got asked a lot via dm it went down in the dm after I put out the podcast from last week running your own race and you know showing up as the best version of you doing you and not caring about what other people think or focusing on anybody else's life choices and life path or their highlight reel be it whatever on instagram etc If by chance you missed last week's, no big deal. I would highly suggest listening. It was one of my favorites. I was just so amped up recording and sometimes things are going to be like that. But it has a lot to do with this kind of next flow of and like line line of thought. Line of what? Yeah, does that make sense? I guess. So... I forget who specifically asked me this, but it resonated with me enough that I want to talk about it. So she asked, you know, in these situations, Maddie, how do you trust yourself? How do you, how do you build the trust with yourself to show up and, 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 and do these things? And I thought that was really interesting because it wasn't something I've thought about in a long time because it, at this point point of my life it it comes really naturally you know to remind yourself stop looking around run your own race be your own be your own boss like have your own thoughts I mean insert like cool like line here that we all know but sometimes forget and we fall into that comparison mode and that looking at everybody else and wanting what everybody else has instead of like what's good for me in this moment and what do I want out of my life and it made me just kind of think about, you know, how do you learn to trust yourself? Like, how do you learn to trust yourself? And the way I was thinking about it is trusting yourself and trusting your inner voice and your gut and what you want is a lot like going to the gym. It's a lot like building a muscle. You don't get these big bulky biceps from going to the gym one time and lifting a bunch of dumbbells and doing a bunch of biceps. You go a lot. You go over and over. And you have to strengthen the muscle in order to build it. And I think that's how trust works, especially self-trust, inner trust, learning to listen to all the signs and, you know, the red flags, be it, or trusting your gut. It's, it's something that you have to flex and you have to build much like building a muscle in order to show up and and be like oh like okay this makes sense I'm gonna I'm gonna listen I'm really gonna start trusting myself and it's only through like going through experiences and putting yourself out there more and having more of these situations happen that you can begin to trust yourself deeper and deeper so it is very much an ongoing relationship with yourself And I think going deeper into that, it's like, how do I show up and feel confident and feel good about what I'm doing in the moment? And the honest answer is you're not always going to feel like that. You're not always going to feel amazing and you're not always going to know the exact right thing to do. And maybe you don't have the best answer. And maybe like we've talked about a lot on here, maybe you mess up big time and maybe you super miss your mark. But even that in itself is such 
a learning opportunity and an area of growth where you can really come out on the other side so much stronger than when you went in. I really resonated with a concept this week. I mean, I always am citing Brene Brown, but the concept of the arena. And we can go deeper and deeper into the arena, but if you've never heard of Brene Brown for the love of everything holy, please, please do some research, watch some videos, read all the books because it's so necessary. (laughs) They're so necessary and so amazing and truly some of the absolute best of the best books I've read that have helped my mind, body, soul, and spirit, whatever. I digress. So I kind of took two concepts when I was thinking about trust. Two concepts kind of came up. There was the the whole arena concept with Brene Brown. And then I cite a lot Abby Wambach, like obsessed, obsessed with her as well. And the way I kind of came up with how you build trust and how you build these skills is you get out there on the field and you play. You cannot possibly learn different things about yourself, how you'll react in situations, how you'll show up, how to talk on an interview, how to dot, dot, dot. If you're not out there in the game, in the arena, trying things out. So the question then turns into, do I get out there and take all the shots? And maybe you miss every single shot, but... That's a hell of a lot better being in the game and playing and learning and failing and failing better than sitting on the bench and warming up the bench. And I talked a lot about that in class this week and you can insert whatever analogy you want. Another one I use a lot is opportunity dances with those who are already on the dance floor. So if you're hanging out and you're being a wallflower in the back, how do you possibly expect all great things to come to you like no one's gonna run over to the wall and be like like you you over here in the corner doing nothing you're you're it you're it I don't know maybe you get lucky maybe some people get lucky and that happens but 99% of the time it's the ones that are out in the middle of the dance floor having fun like being silly taking not taking it too seriously able to dance and just be goofy and and mess up and maybe feel embarrassed. Like how many times have you been to a party or bought mitzvah and like, you know, that one person gets out there and then more people get out there and then all of a sudden it's not awkward anymore. But had that one person not gone out there and put themselves wildly on the line to be made fun of or ridiculed or whatnot, no one else would have gotten on the dance floor. I mean, you can break that down in so many different ways. I, for one, really resonate with soccer. (laughs) I wasn't good at soccer. I really, really stunk at soccer. I wrote a piece on LinkedIn about how one of my soccer coaches growing up was like literally so mean to me. Um, That's a whole nother Pandora's box we can open for another day. But it's the ability to show up and fail and fail again and, and keep playing And that's really how you start to learn to trust yourself. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, that conversation went wrong. Oh, that didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And 
And yeah, you're going to have to have those really crappy conversations maybe and those really crappy experiences and getting, you know, fired from the jobs and walked out of the building and your desk locked down and those crazy fights with your significant other and all like the, the, the things we consider super negative things have to happen in order for us to start actually trusting ourselves in the next situation. Do the next best thing. This week in particular, I woke up on my day off. Friday is my day off. I have one day off a week, LOL. And um, I went to yoga, not only yoga, but yoga sculpt at Core Power. And I was already like a little bit overwhelmed and I knew that it was maybe a little bit much on my quote unquote day of rest. I try to make my Friday super sacred. It's been a practice talking about trust. I've learned my lesson so many times over and over again and hitting my head on the ceiling because I will fill up my entire Friday with everything, like everything. And I'll end up sometimes doing work all day and I look up at this 5 p.m. and I'm like, I worked all day on the day I need to make sacred so that I can go into the next six days and not want to die, (laughs) for lack of better words. Like I'm setting myself up for failure because I'm not giving myself the opportunity to actually rest and take a break, which by the way is so necessary because burnout is so real. And we could talk about that. I feel like we talked about that before, but maybe that's a good one. I'll write that one down. Burnout. I think we talked about that during the turkey burn. Yeah. Burned, basted, roasted, fried. So this Friday, I made it super sacred. I was a little nervous because it was yoga sculpt. Like I said, yoga sculpt is super tough. I mean, I was laughing at one point when we flipped over and we were doing abs because my belly was so like I was drenched to the point I felt like the part where Edward Cullen in the first Twilight movie steps out into the light and it's like that part where everybody's like, He's sparkly. Like that's how I felt, but it wasn't sexy like Edward Cullen. It was pretty disgusting. I digress. So my good friend, Sarah, her handle is at the Coastal Yogi. She's very well known in the yoga community in Boston. Props to Sarah. She said something about setting an intention for where you are, et cetera, bringing in calling in. I don't really know. I'm not sounding great with, I'm not, I'm not giving a great example, but anyway, what came to mind for me was the next best thing. And I talked to my classes about this week and yes, it's silly, but I love Disney. It it keeps me light. It keeps, it keeps my life slightly like exciting and it gives me sparks joy. So I rented Frozen 2. I love it. I love the concept of the song, do the next right thing. Song's great. So I was like, you know what? That's going to be my theme. That movie made me really happy. I love the music. I love the graphics. I love everything about Disney as an adult. And maybe that's weird, but you know what? That's my truth. So I was saying that and I was like, oh yes, what's the next best thing you can do in any situation? What's the next best thing? What's the next best thing? Let that be what you call in during this practice and what you call in throughout the weekend and the next week. That'll be your theme. What's the next best thing? And I was feeling kind of silly and, you know, like, Maddie, that's kind of whatever. Like, you're just whatever. You're in yoga. You're a heady. You're zen. You're like yoga stoned. And we're doing all the workouts and I'm jumping and I'm doing the weights and I'm and I'm doing it all. And we start, you know, actually flowing and we're doing yoga and we're flowing and we're doing yoga. And I turn one way and we're doing the things and then I turn and 
the other way and open up into a beautiful warrior too, might I add. And I look at the girl's tattoo on her neck, like the top of her, like the nape of her neck going down into her back. And the tattoo just says tink with stars. Okay? Tink with stars. It was a Disney tattoo. I mean, I had full body chills because I was like exactly what I brought in and I called in was right in front of my face when I literally opened up full fanned and turned to warrior two and if that wasn't a divine sign I truly don't know what is I was floored and that has been where my gut has been all week What's the next best thing? Do the next right thing. And that's how you begin to trust yourself. Do the next best thing. If something didn't work, if you weren't impeccable with your word, if you messed up, ask for forgiveness. Apologize. Try your best. Do the next best thing. And that goes for all the different array. I mean, you can take it into anything. Work, job, personal life, relationships, best friends, parents, neighbors, colleagues, I mean anything. I can go, this can be a theme for anything in your life, but sometimes we get so ingrained in like I, what we're doing and we don't slow down for a second and just think like, just do the next right thing. And it really does take those situations that maybe don't go our way and we don't get the job or whatever the learning experiences that we're going through for us to really start to breathe into this and begin to trust ourselves and do the next best thing and the next right thing and pick ourselves up and keep going and that's really how you start to learn how to trust yourself it's just it's a life thing and you only acquire this type of knowledge through through living it it's impossible to know what you don't know and you have to get out there and just live it. You have to get out on the field and start playing instead of warming up the bench. I know that was a bit shorter and sweeter than normal, but that's where my head is at this week. That is truly the message I want you to bring into this Monday, into the rest of this week. What is the next best thing that you can do? What's the next right move? How do you show up? Bigger, better, stronger, and more you trusting yourself this week in all the situations that you show up to. I really hope it resonates with you. As always, follow me on Instagram, write me, stalk me. I love to hear from you. I love hearing about new topics you want to talk about, all of it. Let me know. And we will end the way I always end every single Soul Cycle class and my beautiful time with all you wonderful people. May you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.